Thank you for downloading this episode of the 155 Podcast, the public records interview series of all candidates in Hamilton's 2018 municipal election. For more election coverage, visit thepublicrecord.ca where you can sign up for our City Hall newsletter. Episode 87, Dan Smith, running for City Councilor in Ward 3, recorded on September 5th, 2018. Dan Smith, you're running for city councilor in Ward 3. Welcome to the Public Records, the 155 podcast. Well, I'm glad to be here. Firstly, tell us, who is Dan Smith? I'm a 48-year-old man, almost 49, married with two kids, living in the Ward 3. Live near Maine and Eastbourne, just three doors up from Main Street. I've been in the uh, Ward since 2005, lived in Hamilton since 1985, and grew up in Grimsby. Have a master's in finance from McMaster University, an MBA if you like, and an undergraduate degree in theoretical physics. I've worked as an engineer. Since working as an engineer, I've done various consulting until I settled on property management in 2005, as well as some community development projects. Why are you running? It's something I've wanted to do for a long time, back since 2003. When I first time I thought about running, Brian McHattie was considering running as well, and it was I thought he was probably a stronger candidate. He was a bit older than I did, had more experience at various things in life. And since then, it's 15 years later, I think it's my time to take a chance at running. I've accomplished a lot in that time since I first considered in 03. I'm a founding member of Sky Dragon Community Development Cooperative. It was a grassroots initiative to help in downtown development, which I think we were very successful at. So I do have a history of community development and involvement. That project took a lot of management skills. I think I could offer those skills to City Hall. So in general, I think I, I'm community-minded, and I feel I have a lot to give to the community, and I'd like to do so. Do you live in Ward 3, yes or no? Yes, I do. Does it matter if one lives in the community one seeks to represent? One should, at the very least, have some interest, whether business or the residents in the ward, is how I feel. If To have an understanding, if you're working in the ward and spending 8, 10, 12 hours a day in it, you do get a good feel for the ward. You do have a vested interest in the ward. If you're living in the ward, you have a vested interest as well. I feel if you're not living in the ward, you should not be running in the ward. How have you contributed to your community and our city? Through uh, my development efforts at SkyDrag Community Development Cooperative, we fixed up a building that was on the verge of probably falling down if we hadn't done so. Create awareness about Lister Block. I've helped out, I've volunteered at my kids' school numerous times over the last, I guess, eight years that my child has been in school help out neighbors. That's generally try to be helpful in the community. What are your two priorities for Ward 3 and two priorities for Hamilton as a whole? Well, my first priority for Ward 3 is traffic calming. A lot of young families have moved in the ward and there's traffic going way too fast down some of the side streets, up to 70, 80 kilometers an hour. It's just a matter of time before a kid gets killed if one hasn't been already. That's a major concern for me, especially having two young kids riding bikes around in the area. Another issue is some of the vacant buildings in uh, Ward 3, especially now that they've started expropriating for LRT and funding has been halted at, for the moment. I wonder what's going to happen in those buildings. Are they just going to left to be a urban decay, a blight on the neighborhood? So th- that's, uh, those are two of my main issues for Ward 3 right now. Citywide, I think a lot of the traffic calming, I mean, I think that is also a citywide issue. I mean, we're seeing cyclists hit probably at least once critically or fatally hit on the roads at least once a month this summer, it seems, or maybe even every other week. It just seems a little too regularly that we're getting people hit by cars in the traffic. So traffic calming overall is a major issue uh, throughout the city. 
And I also think there should be throughout the city more community spaces, people to meet and gather, uh, whether those be private, nonprofit, government places like parks, cafes. We need to focus on developing more places where community can meet. What are three skills you will bring to elected office that makes you the best choice to represent Hamiltonians on city council? My financial management skills are, would be an excellent contribution to City Hall. I'm unaware of if any of the other candidates or incumbents have MBAs in finance, which would be a, a good skill set to add. I've also have experience in management, being a property manager for the last 13 years, managing the Sky Dragon project, managing properties for other people. And the job of a counselor is largely a management job. People have issues, they have problems, you go and fix it, being a property manager. It's fairly similar. They have problems with their house. The toilet's not working. You go and fix it. So it's responding quickly and effectively, efficiently to people's concerns. So I do offer those management skills as well as conflict management. Sometimes I do get conflict between tenants, between myself. Sometimes tenants, I have dealt with some people who tend to get them fairly irrational at times for various reasons. It's the nature of the inner city where I do most of, done most of my management experience. And I've been fairly effective at conflict management. So I think those are my three main skills that I bring to City Hall. Ward 3 includes areas within the downtown Hamilton Secondary Plan, the business improvement areas of Barton and Ottawa, the transit-oriented corridors of King and Main Street, and numerous large parcels of urban land in other areas of the ward. As Ward 3 Councillor, you will need to decide upon planning applications of various heights, sizes, densities, and uses. You will need to balance numerous competing interests and goals in deciding upon these applications. What will be your process for evaluating development applications, and how will you manage different interests in Ward 3? I'll manage different interests by listening to my constituents, talking to neighbors, folks who live in the area, uh, finding out if they have any concerns about developments, whether building's too high, or those are concerns, blocking out views of the escarpment. I'd like to hear all perspectives before developing anything and hopefully develop consensus, although that's sometimes impossible, but at least I'd side with what the majority would want. Hamilton has a rental housing affordability problem. Ward 3 has seen a significant and marked decrease in affordability during the past decade. How will you address housing affordability in Ward 3 and across Hamilton? Well, there's several uh, ideas I have about addressing the housing affordability. I think a large part of it is a supply issue. There's just not enough places being built. There's very few large apartment buildings being built that are purpose-built rentals right now. Part of the issue with that is it's getting the financing for it is fairly difficult. If you go to build a condo, you can do the pre-sale and get the financing. So I would look at possibly having a city program where we could offer development loans to uh, get purpose-built rental going at reasonable rates, probably not for the full amount, but whatever the bank wouldn't offer them. developers could get the rest of the balance off the bank to finance buildings. That's one idea. As well, the city has an inventory of vacant properties, which I think could be, some of them could be turned back to accommodations for people. I know one in particular, when I ride down King William Street regularly, it's one at the corner of King William and East Ave. It's city-owned property, and it's just sat there vacant for at least the past 13 years that I've been driving by. So I'd like to see a taking the inventory of vacant houses and turning them into housing for people so they're not just sitting there. And changing zoning for certain things. Like to get a fourplex built, you need a property size of 540 square meters. Seems like a rather arbitrary number to have. You could put four bachelor units and have plenty of parking on a much smaller footprint than that. 
looking at uh, ways that we could uh, densify without and taking the concerns of the neighborhood into account, such as parking, and it, it does annoy people if the large buildings built and parking isn't available for many of the other residents in an area. What are two changes you will propose to improve city services? To improve city services, I think the app, the City of Hamilton app, could be greatly improved. I've never really used it too much, but now that I'm running, I had a look into it. I was going to take a bus one day, and the app for the bus service was, it would just link me to a PDF file, which super small. on your. It's difficult to read. It's not terribly user-friendly. I think there's other ways. Uh, data integration at the city hall is another issue. Their departments in city hall don't communicate well between one another. For example, as I've mentioned before, I've been in property management for a number of years. The uh, owner of the property was complaining that one of his tenants' garbage wasn't getting picked up, and I was required to go figure out why. I called up the garbage department. They were saying it's only his own single family. Turns out I had to pay some money, get a form from another department of the city, take it to the trash collection department, prove that it was a legal duplex so they could continue picking up garbage. So it was time out of my day, money. I don't understand why their databases weren't linked. That's just huge annoyance to people trying to do business in the city. With the data management, the data idea, it's also, I think whenever they're undergoing large projects in the city, I notice on Delaware in my uh, area, I live just a block away from Del down Delaware, they just repaved the road, put bike lanes in. Uh, one person whose door I knocked on was mentioning they're getting their water main upgraded in three weeks. They cut a huge hole in the road. At wintertime, you get potholes. Why couldn't there have been better planning? Why is their data not used effectively enough to plan this out ahead of time? So those are the main things I would look at for improving at City Hall for services. What are two changes you will propose to improve quality of life in Hamilton? To improve quality of life in Hamilton? In my ward, at the very least, we need at least one more outdoor pool. The, when it gets hot days like today, it's hard to, well, the kids are back in school, so it's not too bad. But in July and August, it's almost impossible to get into pools. So that would be one thing. Maybe that's just wishful. I think that would improve the quality of life in my area. Get rid of, try and reduce the number of vacant buildings and turn them into gathering places, community spaces. So those are uh, some of the things I would like to see to improve quality of life. Hamilton City Council decided against ranked balloting. Ranked balloting enables voters to choose by prioritizing candidates such as the top three. They feel qualified for public office and best able to represent them. What is your position on ranked ballot? I support ranked balloting, especially in a ward race like Ward 3 at the moment where we have 13 candidates. You could get one fringe candidate, but he has, say, 10% of the support and, doesn't, and the rest of the votes are spread evenly amongst all the rest of the candidates. You can't get a fringe candidate in that doesn't that makes ninety percent of the people unhappy. Yet he gets to represent. So I think the uh, rank rank balloting would better represent the interests of the people. How will you improve civic governance and engagement during the next four years? Well, I'd like to meet with constituents, people in the ward, just meet with them, find out what their concerns are, their interests are. If there's any projects planned, uh, talk to people beforehand, answer their phone calls, get back to them in a timely manner. Possibly have some town hall meetings in the ward to uh, meet with people, find out what their concerns are. How will the City of Hamilton's strategic plan guide your decision-making in hiring a new city manager, and what qualities do you seek in a new city manager? Well, I'd like a city manager that understands an inner city downtown. That would be probably one of the main things. I mean, it would still, I mean, we do have a lot of suburban areas, so it would be good if you uh, could at least work with people in the suburban areas to make sure their concerns are met, as well as 
project management skills. I like to see a city manager that has a history of effectively managing projects. Politics is the art of allocating limited resources and compromising to find solutions. How will you do so? Well, I guess it comes down to listening to the people, finding out what the interests are, where the greatest needs are in the city, what, what those are, evaluating them. So it's partly using my own judgment on uh, what listening to the people after I've listened to I mean, you might get some people think X, A is important, another group thinks B is important. Hopefully just be able to talk to enough people, find out what, what their position is on these subjects and allocate resources as efficiently as possible. I, I think my business background comes in handy in that. I'm able to analyze projects uh, as to where resources are best allocated. It's 2022. The public record is writing a review of the four-year council term that is just ending. What three words do you hope we will use to describe your term on council? And what three words do you hope will describe council as a whole? Well, for me, I'd like to be referred to as productive, collaborative, effective, effective at getting things done. For council as a whole, I'd also say uh, harmonious. I'd like it if we work, work well together. We can, even if we disagree, still manage to move ahead without it just ending up in arguments that go on for hours. Collaborative and respectful of each other. Thank you. That's the end of the prepared questions you were sent in advance. Do you have any closing remarks you wish to share? Well, if elected, I, uh, I think I do probably the best job of all possible. Uh, of course, I'm sure a lot of the other candidates say that, but uh, I think my track record in the community, my background, my resume speaks for itself. Thank you for joining us today. I wish to thank the Central Branch of the Hamilton Public Library for the use of their sound studio where we recorded today's podcast. This has been episode 87 of the Public Records, the 155 podcast. The Public Record is Hamilton's local, independent, reader-funded news outlet. This podcast is made possible by members of the Public Records Press Club. Visit thepublicrecord.ca to learn more and listen to all episodes of the 155 podcast. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed. The Public Record is a member of the National News Media Council, a voluntary self-regulatory organization that deals with journalistic practices and ethical behavior. To learn more about the Media Council, visit the Media Council at mediacouncil.ca. Thank you for listening. See you at the polls on October 22nd.